Thank you for listening to For the Win Fantasy Football with your hosts, Brian, Ryan, and Andrew. No Ryan. No Ryan nope. today. He quit on us. Yeah. Again. Okay. He's, be- he's, being, he's being a father, and that's the most important role he has. Right, right. Second <laughs> to us. So. I mean, we're going to let him be it. We're going to let him skip out on preseason recaps. Yeah, they're, they're they're important, but I think that he's going to be there for us uh, in two weeks when the when the games start counting. It's like a a Veterans Day off or something. Uh, yeah, pull out yeah. day for Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, pull out day for Ryan. Now, if he'd have done that initially, then he wouldn't have a kid to take care of. So, yeah, wow, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's I'm sure he's happy for little Jack. Yeah, welcome to For the Win Fantasy, everybody. Uh, just just me and Brian here. Uh, we're just taking a little bit of time out of your day to recap uh, the preseason games that just went by. Lots of injury news, a lot of sadness. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, someone's knee. Just can't get through one of these, can we? Nope, it seems like every week another young running back from last year uh, that debuted uh, just yeah. happened to... I don't think the zero RB thing is should be a thing as we talked about before, but as I as I go back, if if you want to think back to a couple a couple days ago, we did our mock draft, and I I by necessity I went zero RB because I was not about to um, basically reach for anybody that wasn't at the top of my board just to have a running back, and that actually worked out pretty well. Yeah, as uh, James Robinson and Gus Edwards ended up on my team to go with Mo, uh, Raheem Mostert and uh, Michael Carter, and like my running back room looks pretty good. At, mm-hmm. at the very least, they've survived the preseason, which is better than most teams. And I have an amazing, I had an amazing wide receiver room and Travis Kelsey. So yeah, I'm starting to come around a little bit. I don't, I don't think I would ever try to do it, but I certainly, I'm comfortable if that's how the draft is going to fall to me. Yeah, I mean, if I'm doing one paid fantasy football league, I won't do it. But if I'm doing five, maybe I'll do it at least once, you know, to see how yeah. it shakes out. Well, but even like I said you don't, uh, you don't intend to, but when you start, yeah. when you see that that you're picking your pick number seven to ten, and Kelsey is staying standing there and you're staring in the face, and yeah. when it comes back around, you're looking at like David Montgomery or DK Metcalf, and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna take DK Metcalf. I trust that player better. Uh huh. So Makes I, mean, sense. I, I think there's hope. I just don't think you should definitely like say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be the smartest guy in the room and definitely go zero running back because they all get hurt. Right, right. That that's that's a loser mentality. No <laughs> doubt, you're gonna find yourself missing out on a lot of good running backs. Yeah, and uh, like the way that we've looked at it this season, it seems like there are certain rounds, like the second and third and uh, fifth round, that are very wide receiver heavy. Like if the running backs that are looking to go there during ADP just don't feel good at all, where. Man, some of those receivers like Allen Robinson in the third, C.D. Lamb, oh yeah, um, in the fifth, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Like, uh, it, it's it's hard to really justify some of the running backs going so early. Whenever there are so many timeshares in the league, and hey, yeah, knees are knees are fragile. <laughs> well, so. well, the other side of the coin there is we lost two running backs that were very much draftable players. So now going zero running back strategy would be even harder because Gus Edwards ain't going in the 10th anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. At all. And James Robinson ain't going in the fifth. Now James Robinson, the jump is not quite as high because there were some people that were like me or listening to me that said, this guy is still the starter. So be treating him as such, but yeah. certainly I got Gus Edwards, I think in the double digit rounds that that party's over. I think he's probably shoots all the way up to 
a sixth. Yeah, maybe and we'll talk a little deeper about that team when we go over the recaps because that was the biggest news of the day. Um, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, there are for you zero RBers. There's two less. There's two less RBs to uh, to pick later because mm-hmm. they're flying up boards. So um, yeah, let's just get to draft season. Let's get everyone in bubble wrap. Let's get home. Go to your, go spend time with your families. Don't lift a muscle. Come back on Thursday. Uh, not this coming Thursday, but the one after. Let's play some football. Like, yeah, please. It's time. Let us lose nobody else. Right, right. And, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> I guess, like, as we go into our news today, let's just uh, state very clearly, uh, you just stay away from the Bengals. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's... don't do it. I, I Maybe T. Higgins is the, the best player out of the group, but I just, I'm there, there's players that I feel more comfortable with at this point. Yeah, um, yeah we're not going to dive into this game because it's happening right now, but Joe Burrow came in and threw one pass today, and that was it. And I think if there was any t- any one starting quarterback that could have used some reps against a live defense, it would have been Joe Burrow. And that team now is going to go in in a couple weeks with really not knowing anything of what they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we are hearing or yeah, seeing reports that Jamar Chase has had some good practices after everyone's freak out last week on drops and everything. Um, there haven't been well, there haven't been a whole lot of. Uh, concerns in training camp as far as any kinds of injuries chris evans really uh people are starting to build up as a potential dynasty stash um due to his pass catching abilities so i mean that there's there's pieces but it's it's just really scary and if you're in redraft stay stay the hell away from it for your own sake right now. i mean I've, I've never seen chris evans drop that captain america shield in any marvel movie so i'd imagine he's pretty good with the football too yeah i would imagine yeah. Um he he's definitely on some uh uh performance enhancing drugs, but <laughs> yeah, he got a little bit bigger after that uh in the middle <laughs> of that first film. Um let's see. Uh so Jameis Winston, as I said last time that we came on that he was going to be the starter. That was a little bit early, but a couple hours later he was named the starter for the Saints. Yeah, so, it was almost not even worth like a, a recant because we knew where it was going. Like, yeah. you, you can't you can't play that well. And I mean, not only just the, the stats were good, but he looked good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, this and just Saints Nation, which you know, pray for him. <laughs> Hopefully, they're uh, they're hanging in there. This is uh, not fun. Fifteen years after Katrina, to be staring down the the barrel of another hurricane. Yeah, um, but they did have something to be excited about. You know, last week with uh, I mean, with Jameis, he was just throwing bullets stuff mm-hmm. they hadn't seen in that in that Superdome for some time because Drew Brees, for all of his amazing uh, numbers, which was really wasn't that guy anymore, and it, yeah. it did kind of limit their ability to not the score, but certainly like they just they couldn't push the ball downfield, so they got a little bit um, predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing predictable about Jameis Winston. So. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, off off note, but. Um, Jacob Eason, like wow, that arm. Uh, Filthy, yeah, it, yeah. Like, like for a guy that can push it down the field. I mean, uh, that that ball had no elevation on it. It just zipped like good twenty five yards or something. And woo, I mean, maybe he can be something someday. I don't know. It was, it was a sick throw though. Uh, so something different from Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. You're starting to get quarterbacks again that can push the ball downfield. Uh, allowing for actual good explosive plays out of your wide receivers. So yeah, not, yeah, not just those like bubble screens, those tunnel screens that happen to show up and end up being a big play. But like you knew, like as a quarterback, you didn't do any of the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, 
uh, yeah, he, he took one step off the line of scrimmage or even went backwards, caught a ball, and made all the stuff happen, which is great as a quarterback. You love that shit. Cause, sure. You know, <laughs> in a box score, it looks like you threw a bomb. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's lovely to have a Debo Samuel that you only have to throw two yards to and let him take it for 25 or something. But mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the 49ers, uh, Trey Lance alternating first-team reps with Jimmy Garoppolo um, at camp, and he looked pretty good in the games uh, over the weekend. Uh, the uh, what he rushed for a touchdown, just super explosive. I, I I liked him going into the NFL draft quite a bit. I I thought that you know if the Niners were going to trade up that high, they had to be taking him. But um, I'll, st- I'll still I'll still die on the sword that they gave up a way too much to go get him. Uh-huh. But I mean, if you get your guy, then I'm wrong. You did exactly what you were supposed to do, and it ends <laughs> right. up being a value. I just I just don't know. Anytime you're trading like basically you know three to four years of of high quality picks like you better have a team that's ready to compete and i i think it's might be debatable if they do mm-hmm. uh maybe, maybe they do it's i mean they their, their only problem last year wasn't just the quarterback now they're they, if they're healthy on defense they should stop almost anybody so right um but yeah he did rush for a score uh so did jimmy garoppolo though which is kind of funny i actually thought garoppolo was gonna die like he took a massive <laughs> shot going in uh, hopped right up and was excited. So I guess no harm, no foul. But it, I was like, uh-oh, we might be. It might be the Trey Lance era. Like, he, yeah, he just like going as a martyr just to like start the uh, the Trey Lance uh, <laughs> experiment. Uh, but he got up. He looked good. Um, I think he is going to come off the field a good bit, the same way we saw Drew Brees when there's a package that makes a lot of sense, or right. it's third and three, and they know they don't need to throw for it necessarily. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey Lance is here. I don't think he's here. To, day as a full-time starter but he's here he's definitely somebody that you can look at mm-hmm. as your as your second quarterback if you draft one because maybe by the time you need him he is the starter right yeah it's i i think he is worth a late round pick just to sit on because he, he could be amazing value later in the season you know whenever the 49ers have nothing to play for just let the guy go out and and yeah go balls to the wall dude you know take your shots like be aggressive you know, yeah, and uh, other out. guys that are definitely going to be values come draft day are the running backs. They both look good. Yeah, uh, uh, Trey Sermon seven for thirty seven. A little, a little um, hesitant around the goal line. I never like to see that in a young running back. Just you know, make mm-hmm. one cut, try to get upfield. Worst case scenario, you don't lo- you don't lose any yards. You at least just get back to the line of scrimmage. You're likely not going to make a play if your offensive line gets blown up. So go forward. Uh, yeah, look, but still looked good. And then Raheem Mostert was flashing. I mean, every like, like you've seen him do before. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a uh, surprise to see Raheem Mostert like pop on screen. Uh, you just hope nothing else pops or breaks or snaps uh-huh. or cracks. Like, just come on, just yeah. be, be be the guy that we need you to be, and let Trey Sermon be a really nice complement to that. And you know, I'd love to own them both if it if they can both perform like they did today. Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, move, moving on, uh, the the Ravens extended their preseason winning streak to twenty games. Did you hear? Yeah, I know they're celebrating in Baltimore. Yeah, as we speak. it's yeah. pretty sick. Let the confetti flow. I mean, um, beat, the, beat the piss out of Washington. They did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now the the casualty report: um, J.K. Dobbins ACL tear uh, out for the year. So that's cool. Uh, way to blow a young running back that quickly. I mean, I do, I do think he was going too early in drafts. Um, he, yeah, totally. Because I think Gus Edwards was a real thing. I mean, he did mm-hmm. get a bag this year. Gus Edwards is the highest paid running back on that team. And, uh, well, now he's going to have to be the guy. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, just bad news for J.K. Dobbins. While I think he was being overdrafted, he's somebody that I would have been excited to have fall to me at the appropriate round because I uh, was a big fan of his talent at Ohio State and uh, didn't really show anything last year uh, that, that kind of uh, signified that he wasn't going to be a really solid running mm-hmm. back. I mean, I think I like him more than the acres of the world uh, from what I've seen. Good body. I mean, certainly when you see that body in uniform, I, I I tend to agree. Acres is a specimen, but like just J.K. Dobbins has that that frame that just always seems to push the pile forward. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think that's it. I I like I just like the look of the running back. It's sad that he's gone now. Hopefully, he makes a good recovery and he can come back and hit two thousand yards like Adrian Peterson did at one point in time. That would be. Are cool. you are you a, a quick little uh, quick uh, dynasty blurb? You putting in an offer? Um, I mean, I think if you're selling him, you're an idiot. Like, it's an ACL. He'll be back. But, yeah, I, I would put in an offer for J.K. Dobbins right now. That'd be fine if would you're you selling him, him low. Would you give up a, would you give up a first? Eh. No. Okay, so, I mean, so there you go. Like, I mean, someone no. might offer him a one, and then that, that, that owner's going to have a decision. I would, I mean, if, if I'm offered a one for him, sure, I think I would take him. Um... <laughs> Depending on how high the one is, uh, it, it would it would be easier for me to make that decision. But I just personally don't love injury histories on on guys I'm going to make huge trades for. You know, if I if oh, I'm yeah. giving up a I mean, potential you, one, yeah, you could be buying nothing, and yeah. uh, I mean, but you could be buying what was the top three to five pick just last year, though. So it's yeah, I was just curious. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm going shopping down that aisle, right? Uh, but I I am. Always kind of interested to see what happens to somebody's value because we saw with uh, we saw with Cam Akers, it was like, what is this guy now worth? And it turned out he was worth Trey Sermon in a second. Uh, well, no, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> you had to throw in a second with Cam Akers to get a Trey Sermon. So that's what that's what ended up happening in our league. And I saw other um, trades involving Cam Akers. The story suggested that I'll be paying really uh, a lot of attention this week for dynasties to see what happens with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. My guess is. It might be hard to get a one, but I think that's what you should probably hold out for. Yeah, a bit. I mean, if you know, if you're a rebuilding team, sure. If you're a win now team, if you can trade them for an asset at this point, from. But I I don't know who would want them. Uh, like what scenario you're actually going to get decent value from them? Because like, if you're win now, you're not trading that one right now. You're better off just waiting till it, towards the draft or something like that, right? Because you're you're just not going to get that valuable draft pick. Looking to move on with him, especially because he's not. Yeah, he's not keeping up a roster spot. Most all dynasties have IR, so you just pop, you just like plop him there, and mm-hmm. you just know you have an extra little lottery pick, and maybe even this lottery pick is like kind of doing the the person's talent and, you know, a little injustice there because the guy can play. But you you start, you have like an extra first round pick in essence when you come back next year, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I just I don't know if I'd do it. Um, how about uh, what the uh, Packers Bills? Have we hit on that one? Yeah, no, but we uh, probably should. Bef- uh, last little blurb involving the Ravens. Oh, I hey, think yeah. bring, I think they're bringing in a back. So if you if you want to go nuts trying to pick up their their now second stringer that was a third stringer or fourth stringer, I think you should just table that because that's that's not going to happen. <sighs> Some, somebody of value is going to lose their job or be signed off the street and just kind of walk in and be good and shit. Mark Ingram could get cut tomorrow uh, by the Texans, and he's gonna walk right back into Baltimore. That's that's a lot of what I've been seeing. A lot of people are throwing around that idea. They've 
talked to Gurley, brought him in to work out, and didn't sign him. So maybe that's something that they could look at again. Yeah, you you mentioned um, in, uh, in our show prep that you've heard some rumblings that Leonard Fournette may be out of job. That yeah. dude would absolutely rake in that offense. I think I would so, think so. Power yeah. running. I mean, Lenny can do it, right? I mean, yeah. So he played soft just, at one point. But. If you if you have an extra roster spot and you want to pick up, um, the, you know, the, the the threes and fours in Baltimore, expecting them to become twos and threes. Okay, I get it, but I mean, just be prepared to cut that guy pretty quick because yeah. there's. There's going to be a veteran that, that makes his way onto that team here pretty soon. I hope it's Frank Gore. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I haven't heard any rumblings about Frank Gore, but uh, no, never going to never going to be surprised. There was a Gore that popped for Kansas City this past week, but it wasn't Frank's son. So I I was I was wondering that for a split second, and I even <laughs> I googled it just to make sure. So just to be yeah. safe, yeah, mm-hmm. we're not there yet. Almost, yeah, hang in there. Um, but let's go talk Bills Packers. There was enough stuff that happened. Yeah, there. sure. So uh, my my big thing with this is uh, Kylan Hill had a had a pretty good rushing day, and I've been seeing a lot of um, a lot of people thinking that maybe Dobbins is not the guy uh, behind um, Dylan. Dylan, that's who I meant. Yep, sorry, my bad. You're fine, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, he looked he looked lumbering and kind of slow. He didn't even do well in the short yardage stuff that you're expecting a giant like that to, mm-hmm. to push the pile. He just didn't look very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh so I, I don't know. I mean, they're not a not a hell of a lot. Like Jordan Love, whatever. I don't think he's ever gonna actually be much of a starter um beyond a season in Green Bay, maybe, but uh Amari Rogers looked good for that team. That's one that's yeah. one thing I took away is he had a nice little game. Nothing spectacular, but nice. And I, uh, I did when, watch the um the Aaron Rodgers interview on the McAfee show. And he did mention that Amari's coming along pretty well, making the rookie mistakes every now and then, but he is like the number four there and he yeah. expects him to take over in the slot eventually. And you can trust what Aaron Rodgers says. Cause he gives zero fucks about like just keeping up like, you know, the, the presence or stature yeah. of the, the organization. If he, if he thought Amari Rodgers sucked, he'd probably tell you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, <laughs> so I really love those interviews. I feel like you get such an insight to the to the team um you know that you don't typically get in other media so yeah i've always uh, i've always loved the guy i just kind of wish like why, why can't the jags ever have something like that why can't we ever get somebody <laughs> you could have had gardner Minshew, who gives no fucks but <laughs> unfortunately he's been traded to the eagles no so. yeah that's a little bit of news we didn't hit on i think that's actually um i think it's actually kind of a not a big deal, but it's a deal. I think that's uh, that puts the Hurts sort of uh, on notice because now they have something capable to to turn to if that doesn't look good, and I don't think it's going to look good. Uh, and that's not a very good team. So Gardner Minshew can certainly play you into the, a top three pick in the draft, like, but still look okay doing it. Like he won't, yeah, he won't, like bury you. Like you'll just you lose all you'll lose all the games, but you you won't look miserable doing it. So there's a lot of there'll be lots, a lot of optimism if you can get your quarterback in next year's draft. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think it's hurts. I'm on record now. I'll be I'll be happy to be wrong because I like the player and the kid. I just don't see how that's going to work. So I think Gardner is going to be somebody that may be streamable uh, yeah. sooner sooner rather than later. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm I definitely think it keeps Joe Flacco a little further away from having to start a NFL game. Uh, he sure. looked um, he looked pretty good in the preseason game this last week finally. But yeah. well, you know, uh, going back to the game where uh the Bills yeah. and, and Packers, you know who looked really good? Josh uh, Allen looked really good. 
Oh. Yeah, so I, I watched most of that game. Uh, I, for some reason, like I just wanted to see mm-hmm. a little bit more of him. Like I didn't, I guess I didn't put a, a, enough belief into what I was what I was kind of seeing in highlights of last year. I hadn't seen him like play a whole game because I'm usually watching Red Zone or little quick uh, game passes to kind of condense the game. But I was watching this game and uh, he was just splitting the numbers on every receiver. And if it was like a guy that just had a single digit number, he was splitting that too. Like everything was a bullet right to the chest or exactly where it had to be to get around the defender. He looked filthy and his touchdown throw. Oh my God. It probably never got more than like eight feet off the ground. The it one to a, Gabe Davis or it was an absolute laser. Yeah. Like um, there's nothing you can do. I said he was like Gabriel Davis was not like super open and like the receivers or the, the DBs were in a pretty decent spot, but you mm-hmm. can't do anything when a ball comes at a receiver that quickly with, and with that kind of accuracy. Yeah. I had to, I, I felt like I was eating crow in that right in that moment because I've never seen Josh Allen throw that kind of ball. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can feed three receivers? No, this year? No, I, no, I don't. Not at all. Not because no. they can't. I mean, actually, I think they're going to feed like 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 six or seven, which means they can't feed thirty. Uh, I think they have a lot of guys that can catch a few balls a game, and that's going to make it really hard for anybody outside of Stephon uh, Diggs to to really shine i know beasley did last year and he looked good in this game and i but you know gabriel davis didn't you know he's coming along uh they had a lot of guys that looked good i mean at some point they're gonna get something out of their tight end i think as well so no i don't i don't think they can feed three Mm -hmm. not not really that's really hard to do right especially when i think stefan Diggs is is definitely prime for like 1500 yards (laughs) yeah I mean, good chance if, if, for sure. If that's what his quarterback is, I know Stephon Diggs can get open, not even just NFL open. He can just get open, open. And mm-hmm. if his quarterback is going to throw like that, those guys are just going to play pitch and catch all season. Yeah. Until the weather just turns to shit because it's Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, or Orchard yeah. Park, wherever they play at. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, that's this is me eating crow. Josh Allen is absolutely worthy of being uh, the second quarterback off the board if you Ooh. don't look like that. Yeah. Totally worth it. Love I hate, I hate so admitting good. what I'm. Not right, but I don't think I'm going to be right here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Jake Fromm also looked good for for you UGA fans that, that listen to us. He looked solid enough, capable as a backup. Didn't see uh, Mitch in this game. That's interesting. Yeah, not sure why not, but we didn't. Hmm. Maybe he had the sniffles or something. Who knows? Yeah, could be. Uh, how about uh, Eagles Jets? Anything to take away a lot from of there? Points. You would think there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, you're scraping the bottom of the roster here for a lot of the highlights. I mean, Michael Carter had seven carries for 12 yards. Yeah, that was, that was deflating. Um, yeah. Ty Johnson comes out with 13 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. And, like, you're starting to see all those conversations about running back by committee and sharing with Ty Johnson and Tevin I mean, Coleman. he murdered a defender, like, legit hit stick trucked him I mean, didn't didn't keep going after the the run which is almost like man if you can do that and keep your feet and keep going then you're like just an, an other world type player but he mm-hmm. he delivered a monster boom to this guy and fell forward so i was like well maybe maybe there's a, a role for this guy or he's certainly angry enough to to carve out carve one out right yeah i i mean shoot like are, are the jets running backs going to be completely useless until someone gets injured and you know, uh, someone starts consolidating the role. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's worrisome. Uh, don't know how to, how to take it up there. Um, like maybe, maybe Corey Davis is really the only guy worth grabbing in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I do think there's a, uh, I mean, I don't have any room for him. Uh, I don't think anyone should draft him yet either. Even in like dynasty, I just don't think there's enough there, but, uh, yeah, boy, uh, Kenny, Yabo, uh, yeah. Four, 
four catches uh, for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Caught a Hail Mary. That may be the only time he does that in the history of the Jets. So, But he also looked, he also looked pretty good on a, a little inside uh, route where he caught a touchdown in the, I think it was the third quarter. Right. I mean, he, he was like many old Miss uh, receiving options over the last few years. They had a lot of talent and no one to get him the ball. So there's – so maybe you deep, deep, uh, you deep flyers might want to pay attention. I don't think he's really rosterable right now because there's not even it's not even sure he'll make the team. But uh-huh. it was good to see somebody that you know had a little bit, of, the teeniest bit of buzz. Uh, although I think he was a seventh round pick or undrafted, I can't remember. Uh, uh, he was undrafted. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, I think it's he's probably a practice squad guy. So if that's good enough for you uh, in a in a deep dynasty, sure. But I don't I don't think we're quite there yet. Yeah, I I think he'll definitely find someone's roster maybe next year during the off season. Be one of those sneaky pickups whenever someone who's ha- who happens to be reading a Jets blog sees that <laughs> you know Kenny Yabowza going to have a role maybe in the future or something. So yeah, um, but yeah, despite despite sixty two points in this game, I didn't really find tons to, to yeah latch on to. <clears throat> Yeah, really. I mean, another game where Jalen Hurts doesn't get any snaps out there. Uh, that's going to work out well, I'm sure. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Panthers-Steelers. Um, I for Terrace Marshall. I felt really good about that, too. That, that looked like some Des Bryant shit. Like, he's such a man. He's going to be such a great. Like the ah the the physicality, dude. Like he can run people over, fight for yards after the catch. I mean, hopefully he can stay healthy. Because uh, I just think he's going to be a a man in his rookie year. I mean, he he might get like eight hundred yards or so as a third receiver, a couple touchdown, you know, six touchdowns or so. That'll feel good uh, to get at the late hat, uh, you know, late end of the first round in a rookie draft. So. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Chuba Hubbard is certainly cemented his role. Although Spencer Brown had a nice game as sort of an undrafted guy, but uh, Chuba Hubbard is going to be the ba- is going to be the handcuff to Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I do think it wise to go spend that pick if you're going to draft Christian McCaffrey one or two overall. Don't you at least want to know if if it only costs you like a double digit round pick? Do you, don't you at least want to know that if something does happen, you have at least an opportunity to just plug somebody in that can give you Mike Davis level production like yeah. you got last year. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know why some people don't do that. Like it's, yeah. it's a, if it's a double digit pay, either what I say, if your starter goes down, you're either going to be wishing you had it or having to pay so much more to get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just, I've seen it so much nicer not having to chase the, the flavor of the week running back that might get a chance to play. I mean, you already have your backup cemented, when you draft a top five running back, I think it's very uh-huh. important. If there is a clear number two, spend the money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. Or don't, totally. or don't, or let me get them and then I'll, I'll, I'll ransom them to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't fall victim to uh, thinking that your guy's going to stay healthy all year long when he's doing like 20% of the work for your team. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, just being too overly optimistic. Like, yeah, you may not ever need him. Like I haven't actually needed Alexander Madison except for one game in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, but just having him meant that like every time I saw that little gulp uh, from Dalvin cook jogging off the field, I'm like, well, I'll be okay. Yep. I won't be, I won't be as good as if I have Dalvin, but I'm not scrambling to find blank starter for the jets. Right. You know, so, um, bears, Titans, 
what uh Nick Foles and Justin Fields have efficient days. Um Dalton not there of course cuz he's the QB1. <laughs> uh yeah, rushing was a little rough for the Bears. Yeah, um, nobody really nothing really to write home. Damian Williams got a little bit of play for the first time, but I mean he didn't look particularly good, but this was kind of one of those games where there were points scored but not really sure it means anything. Right. Um, Brian Hill having an okay day for for Tennessee is is interesting because they do need. I mean, I don't think he's like a handcuff the same way Chubba Hubbard is, but like that's somebody I'm paying attention to if I ever see Derrick Henry jog off the field. Yeah, right. And uh, what they they actually gave a lot of running backs uh, a lot of work. Um, JV Hawkins got ten carries, was very efficient. Yeah, I mean, Mickey Sargent. 17 carries, 51 yards. So, you know, maybe he makes a practice squad or something. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, not not a hell of a lot to talk about with this game. Uh, Titans are staying healthy and, ooh, can't wait for that season to start. <laughs> um, I, I just love Derrick Henry. I can't wait to watch him run for, you know, 1,800 yards or something this now, year. Now, it, it, yeah, people cool. need to enjoy what you see with this guy. Even as a – I hate the Titans. I always have hated the Titans. I just Something about that team in that division, I just hate them more than the other two. Sure. But I, I, it's just impossible. I love watching Derrick Henry just bulldoze the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And, he's, and he seems like such a good dude. And, uh, yeah, just I'm, enjoy this while we still have it because, like, he has been run so hard that at some point even a superhuman like him is going to have a little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think we're we're primed for their two thousand yards. I have a hard time seeing how not. Let's go, get it. And, and unless they want to play with their other toys, and, and they don't need to just beat them up as bad as they had in in the in the previous years. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just get me get me to like Thanksgiving. Let's just watch Derrick Henry just just run everybody over in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so fun. It's going to be a fun team this year too. I mean, I, I really love the Titans for making the what AFC Championship this year. <laughs> based on their offense alone like it's gonna be it's gonna I mean, be a the defense was super leaky i don't know if i can go there i'm not sure they, they will be fun to watch but i'm i'm not sure that defense is terrible yeah we'll see uh we'll be making our prediction episode someday soon uh before mm-hmm. the season starts um uh what bucks texans uh yeah i can talk a little bucks texans yeah. uh, i think there was it was unique that um ronald jones got uh got the touchdown and uh, Leonard Fournette barely played, mm-hmm. which kind of that's why we hinted that maybe he might be on the outside looking in because you know the, the Bucks are up against and everyone's up against the cap with that going down two years or due to COVID. But I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn was at least I mean, well, he was terrible running the football, but I'm sure he can block. And uh, yeah, may, maybe that's somebody to keep an eye out for um, if you're the Ravens. If they get a Leonard Fournette, that that is a big big pickup. The real t- the real story for the Bucks is a receiving core was nasty, all of them. Yeah, Chris as Godwin, you would expect, as you would expect. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. it, it becomes harder and harder for me to be as high on Mike Evans in the late third, early fourth. Uh, the more you see, like Antonio Brown, is going to be a presence, and he's going to get several targets. And I mean, Mike's going to be so touchdown dependent. Does he have the same year like he did last year? With that, I, eh, I'm i worried. I, I, I saw some of our colleagues predict that he's going to break Randy Moss's touchdown record, and I'm just like, I mean, I, it is a bold prediction. I get it, but that's just uh, 
that's just not very likely. So if you're, if, I mean, if you're gonna have a bold prediction, at least pick one that's probably within the range of outcomes. Right. I don't think that's in the range of outcomes. No. Uh, Chris Godwin is the best receiver on that team. It's uh-huh. not even close. Yeah, he is so good. Uh, if he is healthy, they're just not going to need Mike Evans down there at the ten yard line very often because Chris Godwin's going to catch one from the twenty five and run it in. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown, same deal. Like he can catch the ball and he can run and he can score. He just knows how to find space, and then once he catches it, find even more space. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is this is just going to be a fun team to watch unless you're in the AFC or excuse me, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yep. They, all weapons. Uh, they do. And um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how the running backs shake out there. On the Texan side. Do we have to? Yeah, only only because Tyrod Taylor until uh, seemed like his lungs seem to be safe. Uh Davis Mills was ten of twenty seven, hundred and six yards, two touchdowns mm. and three picks. Yeah. So that's that's probably not gonna be enough to push Tyrod aside or at least give like the uh the execute order 66 for you star Wars fans to like go ahead and take out Tyrod. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I think he, I think he's going to be the starter for the Texans. Um, obviously there's a lot of Deshaun Watson noise. They can't play that guy. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. You know, that Nico Collins guy is going to be pretty good. I think. Yeah. He uh, actually finally got to play a teeny bit. He did catch a touchdown. That's yeah, cool. Nice little, um, nice little sleeper pick potentially like not worth drafting, but keep your eye on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mark Ingram, 11 carries 44 yards. That's, is that if he doesn't get cut, he's probably their starting running back. I know that sounds so weird to like. Yeah, like that's the range of outcomes. He's not going to be brought. He's not going to stay on that team and make any money to just be sitting on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I would say that one of these Buccaneers running backs is a Baltimore Raven uh, by Wednesday of next week. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, which we'll have a, we'll have a cut down show. Uh, we'll have a uh, show on Tuesday. We'll we'll kind of keep you up to date. We'll probably uh, you'll probably hear that one Wednesday, but we'll we'll keep you up to date as best we can to to kind of let you figure out where the puzzle pieces are moving after the uh, rosters get trimmed to fifty three. I'm gonna miss it so much too. Such a fun episode, and uh, I don't get to be here. Mm-hmm. But oh well. Uh, let's see here. What else we got, man? Um, I think the Rams Broncos games, there was some telling information on the, especially on the Broncos side. Cortland um, Sutton got a touchdown. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Cortland Sutton played, uh, Jerry Judy did not, which um, didn't catch a ball, which kind of makes sense. He's already flashed a little bit. You know what you have in Jerry Judy. He's not coming back from an injury. Uh, but you know, it looked like they were resting some of their key pieces. And from that, I noticed that Javante Williams didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah, but, right. but Melvin Gordon did. Mm-hmm. Look so good is too. A, yeah, is this a showcase to to other teams uh, to try to get out of that money? Is it we're going to run two running backs? But I mean, Javante Williams not playing, being protected. I think that's that's going to speak a little volumes. He was already uh, trending up and did nothing in the preseason to to knock that value down. And uh, this this might have cemented. That. I think he's going to have if it's not an even split, he may be taking over sooner rather than later because Melvin Gordon is not as valued to them. I think that's why mm-hmm. he played this game. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, Melvin like has any interest from like the Ravens. Oh, he should be. He's a good player. Yeah. He's certainly. I mean, he can certainly like, you know, hold the line mm-hmm. for sure. Totally. Um, any other takeaways from that one? Cause, uh, well, the Rams don't play anybody, so it's really hard to, I don't have any Bryce Perkins, um, right. Nuggets. Right. Fair. Xavier Jones uh, did not look like the second coming, so we can... You know, Tutu Atwell had another, like, six to eight catches. Yeah, another every, eight catch game. <laughs> every freaking week, dude, has, like, eight catches. 
Uh, and it must not be, I mean, he's playing now because they, they don't, he's not one of the starters. So that, that tells you everything you need to know, but I mean, shit, when he's out there, they're using him. So, I mean, yeah, he may be somebody that you have to pay attention to. I mean, uh, maybe, drafting. maybe he takes yeah. over Cooper cups job once, whenever, you know, uh, cup moves along. Cause what he has to be last two years in his contract, right? Yeah. Well, he's point. already like 26. We already heard. Yeah. We already established that he's, yeah. Or no, it was twenty eight. He's he's like a month younger than like DeAndre Hopkins, uh-huh. and he's only in his fourth year. It's crazy, right? Right. Yeah. So it could be. Um, uh, Chargers. Um, if you were hanging on to Joshua Kelly, thinking one day he'll break out as the starter, nope, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Larry Roundtree probably going to lock in that third running back job, um, but really second since Justin Jackson can never stay healthy. Uh yeah, Chargers scored zero points in this game and didn't yeah. really play anybody of note. So I think I, on the other side, I was grasping honestly, for something. Honestly, for twenty-seven points for the Eagle for the, the Seahawks, like I don't see anyone that did anything. Like I, I saw I saw Booby Collins, who I always pull for uh, name alone, score a touchdown. Maybe he's pushing Rashad Penny for the backup mm-hmm. to, um, excuse me, to Chris Carson. I think that's kind of noteworthy. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling that the, the Seahawks are not going to run like some people think that they were move, trying to move back to. This this team's this team is primed to score a lot of points to the air. Just go do that. Yeah, that's that's where you've spent your money. That's where you've spent your draft capital. Go score points through the air. Yeah, and uh, D. Eskridge um, got involved for the first time in preseason yesterday. So second yeah, round fast. draft pick could be flashy. Definitely like better football player than fantasy relevance. I think is what's going to be the the way his career comes out. I'll hold on to him on my taxi squad for now in case, you know, they they end up keeping Russ around so long that he can barely throw 10 yards and he has to go with uh, a little slot receiver or something. Um, but, yeah, that that's all I got there. Uh, happy to see a little bit of action out of the guy. Um, yeah, as you should. I think, um, well, the I mean, the Niners just scored again. I want to see what happened real quick. Um, all right, well. Looks like... Uh, Actually, I still can't tell. Must have been must have been a couple field goals. Never mind. Excuse me. Okay. I uh, I I know you you conveniently left out a game that we haven't recapped yet. But I'm. Uh, are you talking about the Cowboys Jags? Uh, I was, but now actually I want to pause and and not oh. and not continue that. I want to talk Chiefs Vikings for a second. Chiefs Vikings. Okay. The um, reason why is we yeah, had why? a little bit of news and we had we had a little news involving Irv Smith. Oh yes, we did. That we, that we didn't touch on in the news. He uh, he has a, a, a little meniscus tear. They're gonna clean that up. Nothing mm-hmm. to be too alarmed with. That's usually one where like you're back in a couple weeks and they don't play football for a couple weeks. Yeah, right. Um, it, it probably puts his week one in danger, and that's probably, I would say, likely to happen. Maybe, maybe take one extra week, unless this is a very very small scope. Uh-huh. Um, but he he looks good. I mean, he's been involved in every. I mean. He's been playing, which is interesting because the Vikings have played nobody, but he has looked good in every game he has played in. So I'm kind of I'm definitely excited to to, to double down on that guy as being a, a legitimate tight end one this year. Um, yeah, I mean there there is a potential that the meniscus surgery that he had. What I, what I was reading is he does have the potential for the surgery that takes up to six weeks of recovery time, um, but we don't know that yet. Uh, maybe later on in the week we understand exactly what it was and what the time frame is but right now there is not a two to four week time frame or even a four to six week so 
Yeah, we'll they're, they're going to get they're going to get in there like right away. Just kind of, I mean, this is going to come down to like swelling. It's going to come down to how much they have to clean up in there. You know how 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 big was the tear? Meniscus is not the scary one though. So hang in yeah. there. Uh, he is still draftable. This might knock him down a little bit. And then on the Chiefs side, Patrick Mahomes is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Determined that eight of nine for one seventeen and two is pretty good. He, to, uh, he has good. He has good people catching the football. Um, another another stone cold analysis I have for you right there. There we go. Ty, Tyreek Hill caught a deep touchdown pass. Um, stop me if you heard that before. And uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, found a spot in the zone and sat down twice and had thirty five yards on two catches. Now this is this mm-hmm. nothing is nothing has changed. Uh, Noah Gray, their backup tight end, had a little had a little love with uh, the second team. That's interesting. Cool. I, I am still on record saying they're going to have TJ Hawkinson on that team in, in two in three more years, but <laughs> Noah Gray looks good. All right, good to now hear. Now we can talk Jaguars and Cowboys. I mean, not not a whole lot to say on my end. I mean, Trevor looked good. You don't have to. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't one necessarily saying that Urban Meyer should be fired or the offensive coordinator needs to be changed or anything like that. So no, it, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dig at you too deep. Cause again, we were, it was ones, it was part, some of the ones versus all of the twos. So yeah, that can happen. Yeah. But I will say that like, you know, 11 to 12 for 139. What I took away is not, is not the stats, which is nice to see him score a touchdown. And you can tell the kid really did want to score a touchdown because mm-hmm. he was excited. Uh, you just want to break that seal. Uh, but he can make all the throws. Yeah. Like if if you were if you're excited about Trey Lance and Justin Fields, that's that's fine. Those guys probably at at some point can as well, but they're not they're not as polished as this kid is. He's the there's got to be something to be said for someone who's been like the number one most like you know scrutinized or watched mm-hmm. player since like his junior year of high school, and he's never disappointed. We're, and we're, uh, he, Trevor Lawrence, like he's I mean from from the time he's oh, like, no, no, in, yeah, I mean he's yeah. had to live up to this expectation, and he's risen to it each mm-hmm. time. Uh, he looks good today. He can make all the throws. There's nothing on the field the kid can't do. I'd love for him to put on 10 more pounds, though, because yeah. I don't want him getting hit, which he didn't in this game. Um, where, where are you on the LaVisca Chenault stock watch? Do you, are you believing in him with the quarterback change, or do you still think he's just a guy? Uh, so I don't think much has changed about LaVisca, but what has changed is his stock with his team. Mm-hmm. They lost a person they got, they drafted to do a lot of the things he was doing. That ETN meant something about James Robinson's uh, workload, but it meant a lot about LaVisca Chanel's. He yeah. was going to, to eat into that workload. LaVisca, again, didn't do anything wrong last year, but it just didn't look that good to me. Uh, mm-hmm. But it looked good today. It's looked good the last couple of weeks. LaVisca, I think you can draft him comfortably to be your wide receiver for yeah i mean people some people in the industry are way higher on him than that but i i'm only right, go that right. far yeah I, I i definitely don't want any part of that uh like you can make the argument that the the jags are going to be throwing the ball a lot so the targets could be there i mean if the dude's getting 120 targets maybe yeah, yeah maybe I mean, they're, they're going to manufacture he will touch the ball in the backfield too that is that is still part of his game that they're not going to show that right now but i he ran a very nice route and, and, and roasted a, a DB today. Um, they had a pretty bad day overall, so mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't the only problem he had was, uh, with LaVisca. But it, it, it looked like football. I actually was, I was pleasantly surprised, and certainly he has a quarterback now that he didn't have last year. There's a good chance the ball is going to be closer to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Not a lot on the Cowboys' side, but that was by design. Yep, I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, the team's not going to be anything without Dak. 
Uh, the backups are complete trash and shouldn't be on any team at all right now. But um, So hopefully we don't have to get there. But I can't wait for the season to start with them. I'm tired of watching this preseason stuff where no one looks good because the offense is just so bad with those quarterbacks. For sure. And uh, uh, that... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd said they're not, not a whole lot to report. The Cowboys, they just say they didn't play anybody today, and why should they? It's time know. for them to. It's time for them to be ready for 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 week one. Yeah, uh, but, but the Jaguars did need something to to kind of hang their hat on from this preseason. Which again, I don't think it was as bad as it as some people made it appear to be. Mm-hmm. It just was very vanilla. So it was nice to see that they could kind of make a few alterations and pick on it and pick on twos. Like it's it'd be really concerning this afternoon as if they were playing the Cowboy twos with your starting quarterback, and he didn't look as good as some of the other starting quarterbacks did. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, 11 and 12 is good, though. That's right in line with what Josh Allen was doing. That's right in line with what Patrick Mahomes are doing. Yes, no, he's not that player, at least not yet, but like he was making the throws that you're expecting of a number one overall pick. Right. So I'm happy about that. And we're the only games we left on the table are the Patriots-Giants and the Browns-Falcons because they haven't happened yet, but I'm, oh, I'm, inter- I'm, in- I'm interested in the Browns-Falcons. Yeah. I want to see a little bit more out of that one. Uh, I don't want to see Nick Chubb. Uh-huh. I hope he's still in Cleveland. Don't even dress him. Oh, but yeah, this is two more games to get through the knees. Yep. And we're so close, folks. Uh, Dallas Tampa is what less less than two weeks away now. Something no, we like got that? Th- we got Thursday. So I was like, you know, yeah, less than two weeks away. I mean, we'll we'll have a we'll, we'll be we'll have an NFL game. Oh uh, no! Yeah, ten days. Give Daily fantasy, it's coming back. Yes, which that'll be a huge part of our Patreon as we go forward. We're not leaving those people in the lurch. You just can't really dig in until you start seeing where guys are going to sit with their values, right? For, uh, for various formats, and I think we still need to figure out who we want to to kind of to use for that as as the uh, as the official FTW um, uh, I guess format. But we'll we'll talk through that. I think. DraftKings is usually a pretty good place to start, but I, I was I, looking at Yahoo. I, I, oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I play Yahoo for yeah. mine. I, I've uh, never played Yahoo before, but I did sign up after I saw their latest update. Um, I I think they're you know maybe maybe it'll be fun. I hate the layout. I mean that's my biggest my biggest criticism of Yahoo. I feel like it's stuck in like 2005 and DraftKings fan uh, FanDuel. They look so pretty in comparison. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I and yeah, the one thing about Yahoo that might be not translate as well for all of our audiences because they do a different way to value their players. You have uh, at least until this past year, unless they're changing that, like you have two hundred dollars to spend instead of like the DraftKings <laughs> thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, whatever. so it's a little bit it's a little bit different there, but we can certainly you could take either one of them and then kind of make it fit because if you're if you're a teeny, what, what's like an eighteen hundred dollar to twenty to two thousand dollar player is about as tiny as it gets for for DraftKings. Yeah, like a wide receiver five or something. On yeah, the team. that's a yeah. that's a one dollar player for Yahoo. Again, I mean, so it's still going to translate no matter what we go with. Maybe we'll just sort of include both if uh, if we want to make sure we don't lose our DraftKings audience uh, because we're only going uh, with Yahoo. But mm-hmm. I, I actually prefer Yahoo, um, despite again some of the limitations with their format, which is again it's trapped in two thousand five. They could do something. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd have the money by now, but hey, whatever. Um, you got any other any any other thoughts here to end our our day on? Um, no, I'll say, I'll, uh, I said I want to watch a little more football tonight, so I can give you a pretty good take on those last two games, and and then yeah, it's time to roll. Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's about all I got too. I just I so can't wait. Hopefully, uh, 
cut day isn't too devastating uh, for too many people who've drafted already. Um, you never know some of the NFL surprises with veterans and, and whatnot having to find new jobs. So uh, draft season is almost upon us. We've got like a week left. And uh, check us out. Um, you know, Subscribe to the Patreon. We're coming out with that hot content. That's exclusive only to the paid members. FTW underscore fantasy there. Um, and uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram for at for the win underscore FF for the Twitter and Instagram at FTW underscore fantasy. Um, yeah, we'll we'll catch you all later. Cheers all. Thanks for listening to another episode of For the Win Fantasy Football. Until next time, remember, you're in it to win it.